Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. For those who don't know, um, I've been working at my husband. So it's kind of cool, but my husband actually owns a co-working space, which is it's a five-story building. We're at the top floor. It's in Denver on Raleigh Street. It's called Goose Tail Spaces. And I've been working here. I usually work at home, but we had some renovations happening in our upstairs. So I moved over here, long story short. And it's kind of like big girl. It's like big girl business over here. Like I have a view. I have this fancy office. (gasps) Compliments of my sweet husband. And um, it still feels weird to say that we own a co-working space. Um, But I just wanted you to know, get a little picture of where I'm recording today. If you hear little noises in the background, it's usually just people either walking their dog by my office because we we allow dogs in here. So some people bring their dogs to their offices or um, doors closing or people chatting in the, the open kitchen over there. It's really fun. I love it. Today, I am kind of recording off of the cuff. And I don't know about you, but when I have a favorite podcaster that tells me that, I get just cozied up in my seat and excited because I love it when people are just candid and real. And not that if you pre-write your episodes and then record them, it's not candid or real, but I just genuinely felt like a persuasion to want to to share with you guys a couple things today. So here we go. The first thing I want to share is that I, I started my business kind of mostly on Instagram. I launched the podcast a while after. And over the last, I would say, five months, the Lord has genuinely, gently and genuinely um, kind of prodded at my heart to get off of Instagram and the interwebs completely and to just stick to the podcast and be using Facebook ads to bring people to the podcast and really keep everybody on my email list. Um, I, uh, with the last year and COVID social media has become such an unsafe place to the health of my spirit and my mind. And I say that with so much gratitude and respect for the many women specifically who are amazing influencers on Instagram. Um, that's where I mostly hang out. I'm, I don't do Facebook as much. So there are so many women bringing light and I want them to keep going. I believe that all of us have different callings and my calling is taking me off of the interwebs. So I can't tell you when and a for sure yes, but it's possible and likely at this point that I will be taking down my Instagram and my Facebook, which sounds crazy. So I just, and I, I don't say that to produce any scarcity, but just in case that happens, if you want to make sure you don't lose touch. Just make sure number one, you're subscribed to the podcast. And number two, make sure you join my email list. I will have my assistant stick it in the show notes today. So at the bottom of this episode in the show notes, you can get on my email list. Um, yeah, because you know what? I just, I don't know if I can be there forever. And, uh, so today I had to go on Instagram. I'm, I'm hooking up with a a lady that's going to help me do some Facebook ads. I'm really excited about it but also like healthily intimidated. I don't know if there's any of you guys who have done Facebook ads. Um, I'm sure there are, but 
it's new. It's a new world to me, kind of new. Like I dabbled in it for a little bit when I first started my business, but that's what I'm, I'm looking to do. And I'm actually, my whole body, I feel in my body, I feel this rest and this peace. Peace. We're moving to Costa Rica, which feels like rest and peace. One of my, like my, my intention when we move there is rest and recuperating the two years, the two first years of starting a business and kind of running a little bit faster than I had strength and creating some health issues and stuff. And, um, and then I matured and I figured out how to systematize and delegate and calm the heck down and, and frankly, make more money, which is fun. But I'm not on here to talk about my business. What I'm on here to talk about, and I wanted to re- I relate to you guys. I think there's a little takeaway in this. That's why I wanted to share it. So as I got on Instagram today to kind of do some research for my Facebook ads girl, I was kind of nostalgic about, I realized I just haven't been on a lot. I took about a two month break and then I've been on very seldomly since then, more recently. And it was like interesting to watch my mind just pile and pile and pile on the thoughts. You know how when you go down a little rabbit hole, like you you go click on somebody's reel and you watch it and then you watch another one and then she tags somebody and you watch theirs and then you click on their profile and then they follow somebody else. And by by the time 20 minutes have gone by or even longer, you have to press back and then back and then back the, the back button like 20 times to get back to where you started. And all of a sudden you snap out of it and you're like, oh my gosh, how long have I been on here? I don't know if that happens to anybody else. I'm not bagging social media. This is, I, t- I take t- full responsibility. Although I will say that Facebook and the people that run a lot of social media, YouTube and the algorithm creators have definitely hijacked the way our brain works to make social media more enticing. But this episode is not about hating social media. Okay. I promise there's a point. So I got on there and I was like, wow, I haven't been on here for a while. And wow, I'm, I'm reminded of like, this used to be home for my business. This used to be really where my confidence was. And frankly, my ego, like there was a lot of people who were like, oh, wow, you have so many followers and oh, wow. I have like less than 2000 followers. It's not that big of a deal, but, um, to, to other coaches maybe starting out. And anyway, it was just like this really interesting experience to be a business owner, mainly on social media. And now the podcast has grown so much and I have just grown so much in the way that I want to use my energy to market my business. That's all changing. And I'm saying goodbye. I'm saying goodbye to social media posts and a lot of stories and stuff. And, um, I had this moment where I had sort of an identity crisis and I was grieving who I used to be and like saying goodbye to that chapter of myself as a business owner. And I was talking to a client that this totally happens postpartum. We get to be postpartum and we have an identity crisis of sorts. We relate so much with the girl who had more energy and more freedom, whose house was cleaner and whose sex life was better and who had more time for online shopping or had more time for friends. And we kind of start to miss all of that. And if we're not careful, if we're not aware of the fact that we're having an identity crisis and that our ego gets really tied to things we used to do and labels we used to put on ourselves or ways we used to describe ourselves, it can be really easy to fall into some depressiveness and to kind of lose faith about what the future can hold. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable. 
with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. So one thing that I don't know is I don't know what my future is going to be like. But what I can know is that as I trust in the promptings and the guidance that's happening now, I can trust that my future will be better than I can even imagine in this moment. And so long story short, I want to just offer to you today, wherever you are, if there's something that you're feeling guided to do that doesn't quite make logical sense, like moving to a new state or having your husband completely switch careers or having you completely switch careers or pulling your kids out of this preschool that on paper looks awesome, but you just feel like you need to pull them out or enrolling your child in this thing that you totally can't afford, but you just feel really strongly like they need to do it. Whatever the thing is that doesn't quite make logical sense that you might be kind of grappling with or grieving what you'd have to say goodbye to, to do that thing. I just want you to know that God is in the details. Trust your body. Don't leave precious decisions up to just the mind and the ego. I've been using this analogy with my clients that spiritual direction as it comes to our heart is like a piece of bread dropped into a pond. Okay, Your body, you being the vessel in which revelation from on high is received, you are the pond. And a spiritual impression or spiritual guidance is a piece of bread. And what can happen is that bread can fall into the pond. And instead of being dissolved and really made to be one with the pond, so instead of really digesting these spiritual revelations, what usually or sometimes can happen is that spiritual prompting will come. And going with the analogy going back to the bread, right? It's it's as if as soon as that bread is dropped into the pond, all of the little fishies start taking bites and then bites and then bites. And pretty soon it goes from a piece the size of a quarter, a piece of bread the size of a quarter to, to a dime, to a pinpoint, and then it's gone. That's what can happen to the spiritual promptings we receive when we allow our brain to pick them apart and decide if they're true or was it, was it just a thought or is it good enough or does it make sense or what would my friends think? And the art of living a guided, a spiritually guided life is in shielding the spiritual revelation and promptings that come. It's a choice to always trust what comes from on high, even when it's not comfortable and it doesn't make sense. And so one thing I want you to do today is go back through your life. Maybe you can journal this or you can just, it's a thought exercise too. Go back through your life and just think about the times when you followed through on a guidance that maybe didn't make complete sense. Maybe you couldn't see the full reason or purpose behind it or the outcome that was going to come, but you followed it anyway 
Hopefully there's at least one of those times. If not, you can use an example of your mother or somebody in your life, maybe that were, you know, a spiritual guide or even me, heck, why not? Um, but go back to a time when you did follow a prompting, even when you weren't quite sure, you know, what sense it made. And now, whether it's years later or months later or weeks later, you can see the wisdom in it. Can you see the wisdom from past times when you've followed promptings? And that can help you um, see say yes now. The next thing I want you to know is that it really is a skill. It is a skill to separate your brain, the carnal, natural man, right? Your thoughts from your heart and your spiritual things. Now, spiritual revelation, we're told in, I mean, I'm a a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We have a particular volume of scripture called the Doctrine and Covenants. And regardless of what your beliefs are, I believe that revelation comes to our heart and it can also come to our mind in the form of thoughts. So it's not like thoughts are the enemy, but when spiritual bread, right? Going with the analogy has been dropped into our pond of our little atmosphere in our body. It does take awareness to discern between spiritual guidance and our own thinking that's full of logic and doubt and fear and skepticism. Have you ever had that? I'll give you an example. I remember, um, so when we first started to move to Costa Rica, there was this one city that felt really good to move to. And then I questioned it. I was like, did it really feel good? Or was that just because I was making it feel good because I was imagining it to be what I needed it to be? And so I started researching cities and, um, and frankly, the experience was great because through researching more cities, I got even more clarity on what the cities are like and where we might want to live. And I just gave myself permission to pretend like that spiritual guidance had never come because the little fishies of my brain had basically eaten it up until it was so small. I couldn't even really remember what it said. And that's unfortunate to a degree, but the good news is I learned from that experience. But that's ultimately what can happen when we aren't kind of proficient at separating our thoughts from the spiritual stuff is that we can end up totally lost. Even though we've been given spiritual stuff, we feel like we haven't been because we're not really shielding it from our own mind. Um, Now, I don't want this to spark worry or concern. I really just say this to draw your awareness to your thoughts. One thing I really believe is that God cannot be limited or put off by our sweet little mortal brain. So even if this is true and it's happening and you're like, oh man, I think I do that. I think I poke and prod and and analyze spiritual stuff until it no longer feels spiritual anymore. And I doubt whether it was spiritual to begin with. That can happen. That's like a symptom of the ego, but the Lord can work around that. I just think that it it really helps and it's really nice if you have the skill of living in your heart. So last episode or recently I did the episode of the heart is a refuge. And I really truly believe that the heart space can be a refuge. It's not like we don't have thoughts when we're in the heart space, you still use your brain, 
but you want to be grounded in the heart space. Okay. It's a way of living. It's so fun as I teach clients one-on-one in my coaching, as I teach people this, so many questions come up like, how do you do that? And am I doing it? And all the things. And it's so fun to just take them through visualizations where they go back down into their heart. So if you are doubting and you're like, how do I do this? The key here and the indicator is just shoot for having an absence of thought, which isn't always easy, but as long as you're working towards no thought and particularly not just no thought, but not even being in your thoughts, not even being in your brain, but going down. I like to imagine taking an elevator down through my neck or stairs down through my neck and walking into my heart and literally opening the doors of my heart and being in my heart. Um, But as you imagine yourself leaving your brain, your brain says, hotel vacant, no one's here. And you go down into your heart and play with that, play with visualizing that, meditating with that, and you will feel a difference. I hope to bring you guys more meditations and heart guided, heart anchoring um, meditations, either on the podcast or in my membership. If you haven't heard, I'm beginning a membership. I'm so excited. I think it's just going to be called the postpartum coach membership. Maybe it'll be called healing and home, the membership. I don't know. There's going to be a private podcast in there where we kind of go to the level 2.0 on all the things postpartum, as well as deviating from postpartum and just hearing a lot more that I have to say on life in other areas. Um, there's going to be meditations in there. There's going to be weekly coaching. I can't even wait. And I, if you're hearing this around the date that I'm recording it, I'm doing a founding members launch where you're going to get access to the membership for life at almost half off. Um, and that, that's, that price will be locked in as well as my postpartum anxiety course will be half off for founding members. So if you're interested in that, just sign up for my email list. The link will be in the show notes. It's just, um, or you can email me Lizzie at lizzielangston.com. Definitely email me actually, and tell me that you're interested so that we can put you on the interest list specifically. So you don't miss the founding members launch. I'm so excited to grow with you guys. I'm excited to see what comes as I follow this prompting that I've been feeling to get off of the interwebs and to really just be more present with my body, with my family and with this podcast. It's interesting how when I'm on social media, it's a different It's a different level of creation that flows with the podcast. It's almost interrupted and sort of, um, I think of like a big, strong river being broken into two smaller rivers. That's kind of how it feels when I get on Instagram and Facebook a lot versus just being here on the podcast singularly. So I want to invite you to be prayerful. Maybe take some time and meditate today. What things might be scattering your energy and the flow of your inspiration? What things could you minimize or cut back on or delete from your life altogether that might help you hear the voice of God more? What could you do to be more heart-centered? I'll leave you with those thoughts and we'll talk to you next week, you guys. Take care. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple. And I will be calling you soon. 